Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode was brought to you by Modi Body. Welcome to The Shit Show. Welcome to the world of the media. Kia ora everyone, welcome to another episode of The Shit Show. Liv, how you doing? Yeah, I am pretty good rubes, yourself? Yeah, not too bad. We've got... Two microphones today, so thank God for that. Thank fuck for that. Not without its technical difficulties, though, again. But, you know, after two different laptops and a monitor, I'm suddenly set up. Thank goodness. So what are we talking about today, Olivia? So today we are talking about Pete Evans and the whole Instagram scandal that's kind of come to light in the last few weeks. We're going to delve into his past controversies. Rubes is going to give us a wee rundown of kind of all of the shit that he's gotten himself into in the mainstream media. And there's a lot. Exactly. And then we're kind of going to talk a bit about freedom of speech and what the implications of that are to do with Pete Evans. So it should be, should be interesting. Yeah, let's get into it. So here's the story, folks. We're going to start off with a wee rundown of who the fuck Pete Evans is and why we should give a shit about him. Because for those of you like me who weren't an avid Australian My Kitchen Rules watcher and don't really know who the hell he is, I'm going to let you in on what he's all about. So Pete Evans rose through the Australian food scene as he opened a series of restaurants in Sydney in the late... 1990s or like mid to late 90s these restaurants won quite a few awards and accolades so he was like doing pretty well for himself rising up through the scene he then came to fame in Australia in 2010 when he became one of the judges on the TV show My Kitchen Rules, which was a really popular cooking TV show, like game show throughout 2010 to 2020. But um, in 2019, it sort of ratings fell and then ultimately the show got cancelled this year. But um, people are speculating that it might come back to the screen in years to come. So now he is a sort of self-appointed wellness and health guru and has a series of business ventures all revolving around food and its medicinal properties. One of these ventures where it all kind of comes together is a platform called the Evolve Network that you can sign up to for 10, I'm guessing, Australian dollars a month or $100 a year. So this is basically a space where he shares all of his thoughts about nutrition and wellness without, quote, censorship and restriction and to allow freedom of speech and interest in ideas that will allow humanity to evolve and to allow people to become part of the solution. So that's sort of what it says when you enter the website. He even has a line of pet food to revolutionize the way that our cats and dogs are eating, really extending the health and wellness venture. God. Which is pretty funny. Sounds like a whole lot of bullshit. Honestly is. So basically, he's like this big paleo fanatic. And I think it's really important to note that he is not a doctor. He does not have any 
medical qualifications. He's not a scientist. No, he's a chef. He's purely a celebrity chef that has gone down this road of like paleo, keto diet and then has used his platform and his influence to push that kind of rhetoric down other people's throats and it's become very extremist. I encourage it. I think that, I think it's really something. For people who don't know who Pete Evans is, what we did just then probably doesn't really make a lot of sense. But I promise if you don't know who he is, it's definitely still worth listening to the podcast because he's a very interesting character and I think kind of getting into this discussion of these people who have platforms and he reminds me of like an Australian version of Alex Jones, which I don't know, Liv, if you know who he is, but he's basically a podcaster and he is a huge like conspiracy theorist, pretty, well, very extreme, but really rose fame. And then he, well, he plays off of the same sort of inse- societal insecurities that Pete Evans does. Exactly. Um, So Liv, do you want to kind of give us a rundown on what happened most recently that is the whole reason why we're talking about Pete Evans today? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to start off with the fact that Pete Evans has 1.5 million fans on Facebook and 279,000 followers on his Instagram account. So he is... Which is no small feat. No, it's pretty fucking huge. Like the reach that he has and his, you know, ideas can spread so far. So this is why, yeah, as Rube said, I mean, he he's not an anomaly. There are so many people like this, and this is why it's worth discussing. Wow, that's going to be a great story. The latest drama surrounding Evans, which has sort of like been the climax of his negative portrayal in the media, um, and Roops is going to fill us in, as we said before, on all of the shit that he's done in the past, but this has kind of really been the tipping point for his career. Basically, a couple of weeks ago, Evans posted a cartoon picture of a caterpillar wearing a Make America Great Again hat. This caterpillar is having a drink with a butterfly with a sonnen red symbol on its wing, um, which I'll explain what that is in a bit. The caterpillar has a speech bubble saying, you've changed, and the butterfly replies with it, we're supposed to. So Pete Evans posted this on his Instagram account and captioned the post, an oldie bitter goldie accompanied by a peace sign, a love heart, and a rainbow emoji. So basically the sun in red is also known as the sun wheel or the black sun. And it's an ancient European symbol that was appropriated by the Nazis and used in their movement to create an all Aryan race. It's like a geometric sort of like sun shape, but it's pretty similar to the swastika. So these days the neo-Nazis use the image and it's very common within the white supremacy movement. And it's basically widely known as a symbol of hate. So he posted this post and then obviously he got a flurry of comments and messages telling him that, you know, he was basically promoting a white supremacy symbol of hate. And he, I'm pretty sure he left it up for a few days. I couldn't actually find the dates in any of the articles, but it definitely wasn't a kind of, oh shit, I've seriously fucked up. Delete, 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 apologize, apologize. Like it, it wasn't like that. So basically he released a statement saying, 
Sincere apologies to anyone who misinterpreted a previous post of a caterpillar and a butterfly having a chat over a drink and perceived that I was promoting hatred. Um, he wrote that I look forward to studying every symbol that has ever been released and researching them all thoroughly before posting. Hopefully this symbol, puts a red love heart, resonates deeply into the hearts of all. What do you think about that, Rubes? Oh my God. Wow. So sincere. So, so sincere. Such a great guy. There is, there is something so awful about, like, sorry, that's a non-apology. When you say, sorry that you interpreted it wrong, like, it's like, sorry that you were offended. That's like, he's automatically just like removing himself from any, like, he thinks that he doesn't need he's to placing the blame on his audience yeah absolutely and it's so bloody passive aggressive and the thing is like he is this isn't about like anti-vax or anything like that which i mean that is still something that i'm so strongly against but there's so many kind of different opinions on that this is about a neo-nazi symbol where we know that the nazis killed six million jews in the second world war you know and to not have like any kind of sympathy over that symbol i mean either he knew exactly what he was doing and just giving this like half-hearted apology to cover it up or he didn't know but he honestly just does not care so it's funny you say that rubes because there was actually a comment on the post like informing him what the symbol meant and also that it has associations with the Christchurch mosque shooting. The shooter um, had the black sun on his rucksack and it also was on the first page of the manifesto that was released. So like, you know, this symbol has major, major horrific, you know, associations of hate. Once someone commented that, he replied with, I was waiting for someone to see that. And then went on to say that he had no idea what the symbol was. So it's like, was he literally using it as a ploy to get attention? Pro- I mean, that sounds like it. Like the the sarcasm and that fucking comment sounds like he's using it for attention and using that a symbol that carries so much weight to just spark some kind of yeah controversy. There are those that think I'm... A very stable genius. Okay, so he also released this really strange video to his Facebook account where he was like weirdly petting his horse while he was trying to say that the mainstream media is spewing bullshit about him being a white supremacist and saying that he's racist. And then he said that he had to even Google what a neo-Nazi is, um, which came across really fucking oblivious and disrespectful. Like he was trying to be like, you know, I don't even know what that is. How could I be one? Yeah, sorry. Your privilege is just like overwhelming. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and and it was so fucking weird because like throughout the whole video, he's like rubbing his face on his horse's face, and it's trying. He's trying to like brand himself as this wholesome guy that would you know never be racist. And how could I be accused of being a white supremacist if I'm just such an animal lover? Look at me, just like loving my horse. It was so fucking weird. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, really, really uncomfortable. There was a huge fallout over this post and um, dozens of brands pulled the plug on their working relationships with Evans. 
Even Pan Macmillan, the company that published 17 of his books, which is his recipe books, has publicly announced that they will no longer be working with Evans and also called out, um, called on bookstore owners to pull off his books off their shelves. Woolworths, Kmart and Target have also ended their associations with Pete Evans. However, this is pretty fucking late in the game for these companies to stop promoting and selling Evans's products as he has done some pretty other fucked up shit in the past. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think, like, I'm glad that these organisations aren't standing up for the hate that was clearly shown in his recent post. However, this is not the first time that he has said some really harmful and controversial controversial things. And to see these huge organisations that have standed by him through all of that, like, is extremely disheartening. It really, really is. It's so fucking disappointing that it takes him to literally post a Nazi symbol for them to get their heads around the fact that they shouldn't be promoting this guy or anything that he's saying. Ugh, it's so backward. It's so fucked up. So he was actually meant to be on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here when all of this sort of unfolded in the media. And at first it kind of looked like they were going to keep him on the show but they have now decided to drop him off of off of that show, which I think is definitely a good thing. But again, you know, didn't do it straight away, which is crazy to me. And the fact that it seemed like maybe they were like, oh, this could be good publicity for us. We're having this really like controversial guy on there instead of immediately pulling the plug. But I'm glad that they did in the end. So before I get into his past scandals, let's hear from today's sponsor. Loose. Do you know what I hate? What do you hate, Rubes? Pads. They're so uncomfortable, they always leak, and they're just shit for the planet. And to be honest, I hate tampons because you have to change them so often and buy so fucking many. So many. Well... Do you know what fixes all of these problems? Enlighten me. Moddy body. It's literally just underwear that absorbs your period. So bloody simple. Like, why didn't I think of that? Literally, and it's so much better for the environment. Honestly, I hate to think about the amount of waste that goes to landfills just because we get our periods. Did you know disposables can take up to 800 years to break down in a landfill? That's fucking crazy. Moddy body is the new way to period super comfortable and holds up to 10 tampons worth of liquid. So you really can just go with the flow. If you want some of these bad boys, use the code SHITSHOW15 to get 15% off your own pair of Modibody underwear today. Thanks, Modibody. Cool, so Rubes, now we know, you know, what's been unfolding really recently in the media and everything that's been going on with him. Could you... Give us a wee rundown of all of the shit he's gotten himself into in the past. Of course I can. So he is no stranger to a good scandal. The first scandal that I was aware of was one to do with his Paleo Kids cookbook, which was called Bubby Yum Yum. So this was pulled from shelves in 2015 after it recommended a bone broth recipe in place of baby formula. And experts actually found that this could be deadly due to the high vitamin A. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Content. The Public Health Association of Australia released a statement saying that the book could actually lead to the death of children. Oh my God, could be deadly and and this was published, like this got past, surely you'd think it would have to get past a team of nutritionists and all of this stuff. Honestly, I have no idea. Yes, it was published. And then once this information was found out, they took it off the shelves. But it is honestly crazy. Another thing that doesn't really sit right with me is the fact that there is a paleo kids cookbook. I don't know. I just feel a little bit weird about diets being forced upon kids who kind of have no idea what they're doing especially when it comes from a man like this who is clearly not informed he's not a doctor he's not a scientist he fucking you know published a recipe that could kill children so I just I think it's really wrong and to make things worse even once it was pulled from shelves because literal experts were saying, no, this could kill children, it could kill infants, he decided to instead go and publish it independently online, which is so incredibly irresponsible because of the consequences it could very much have. It just shows that he blatantly doesn't care that he could have the deaths of children on his conscience. Yeah, see, I don't know if he doesn't care. I think that he genuinely thinks experts are wrong and that he is right, but the mainstream media is trying to silence him. And to be honest, I don't know what's worse. What I say is what I say. So to get into a few of the other scandals that he has been wrapped up in, he by no surprise, has spouted out a number of unhelpful opinions when it has come to the coronavirus. In April, he was actually fined $25,000 for promoting a biocharger, which is basically like this random light thingy, which he claimed could help cure coronavirus. The problem was this light actually retails for $14,000. So not only is he telling people this dangerous claim that it could cure them but it's actually extremely expensive so yeah because of this he was fined $25,000 because of the false claims he was making so on top of this in May he promoted a video by conspiracy theorist David Ick which claimed that coronavirus did not exist and that the virus was actually caused by 5G antenna installations, which, I mean, people like that just irk me on a whole nother level. And I mean, if this doesn't explain kind of the things that Pete Evans are into and believes, I truly don't know what does. And then in August, he encouraged New Zealanders, so he actually got on the New Zealand bandwagon, 
and encourage them to vote Jacinda Ardern out when the news of the second lockdown hit. He shared a link to the New Zealand Public Party, an unregistered anti-lockdown political party, and was clearly not happy that New Zealanders were being put back into lockdown because of this quote-unquote fake coronavirus, when really she was just doing it for the good of all of us. He just obviously has a serious anti-anything mainstream, like anti-anything that, you know, the majority of people are believing. He just must have something in his brain that it's like, they're selling us lies. Yeah, he seems extremely anti-establishment and it's scary because he has this huge following and influence and people no doubt believe a lot of the shit that he is spouting. I used to be the king of getting good press. So one of his more ridiculous scandals was when he told his followers that gazing directly into the sun is one of the best forms of free medicine and that he does this daily. Like, please remember that staring into the sun can damage your eyes within a matter of seconds. But he says that this is one of the best forms of free medicine, which, I mean, I don't know if he's taking the piss. That's just so, like, ludicrous. That's just almost laughable. It is. It's like he's taking the mickey out of all of us. Like, we're some kind of social experiment. Is he actually knows exactly what he's doing? Like, or is he just so fucking brainwashed himself that he's just trying to make everyone think like him? Honestly, again, I don't know. And I don't know what is actually worse. But I honestly, I think he seems very egotistical. Like even on every product, it's basically got his face on it. Like nothing doesn't involve him or like him talking to the camera, even like his pet food line has him like imitating the stance of the cat or dog next to him like being like you know look at me I'm Pete Evans I'm great I'm gonna sell you the truth but it's all very about his face oh my god shit yeah he is such a narcissist like he loves himself and I mean you'd have to be to spout these opinions so loudly and confidently whilst putting your name to all of them like you would have to have crazy amount of confidence and just ego don't be rude so just another one of his many controversies is that he recently told one of his followers who had been diagnosed with osteoporosis to become paleo in his response to his follower he said that he would strongly suggest removing dairy and eating the paleo way as calcium from dairy can remove the calcium from your bones. Now this obviously was hugely debunked and multiple companies including the Australian and New Zealand Bone and Mineral Society issued a joint statement rejecting Evans claims. So once again he is not a doctor or a scientist or an expert in any way yet he is making these huge claims and giving health advice that is potentially really, really harmful. And the final controversy that I want to speak to, and trust me, there is many more, including why he has told his followers not to wear sunscreen because it is poisonous, but we won't get into that today. But he recently narrated a documentary on the paleo diet, which basically claimed that the paleo diet can treat autism, asthma, and cancer. So 
This one I found particularly offensive because the documentary is built around these outliers, these people who, yes, there is a woman who started eating the paleo diet and her tumor shrunk, but it is potentially just a coincidence. There is no evidence to show that this diet does actually cure cancer. And I think to be preaching that, again, like everything else he does, is really dangerous. That's when healthcare becomes entertainment. And that's such a really, really dangerous line to cross. I think if you're, you know, promoting the stuff off of like basically getting people intrigued, I think is really. And like my fear here is that what if people who have cancer potentially choose to forego proven forms of medicine and care because they think that they can just take up the paleo diet and this will help them. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's not that we're totally debunking holistic ways of, you know, maintaining your health and well-being. It's more that people are using these methods instead of even trying modern medicine, which has obviously a lot of scientific evidence and research behind it. And it's people that are scared and they're looking to basically personalities for advice rather than healthcare professionals. And that's when this shit gets pretty toxic and dangerous. Yeah, well, that's a pretty good segue into our discussion of freedom of speech and kind of how it's often looked at in quite black and white terms, but I think there's a real gray area. You know, it's it's important to look outside of your echo chamber and understand the other side of what you might believe in and try to understand why other people think and feel that way. But that being said, there's a difference between respecting somebody who has differing opinions from your own and respecting the ideas of someone who is an extremist and whose opinions may be incredibly damaging and influencing a lot of people. Well, because we can even see this through the example of the social media post. Like, obviously, he didn't have a team looking at what he was posting or sharing to this huge audience. Or if he did, they obviously weren't doing a very good job because I think majority of people could tell that there was something a bit off about that image. So it just shows that he has so much free reign And freedom of speech can become so incredibly complex when it's manipulated for capital gain, in which I really think that Pete Evans is crossing that line. Yeah, and I think we've seen this more than ever in 2020. You know, like, majority of our social lives this year has been online, and it has just been, like, this hub of information being shared constantly and it can be really hard to fact check what you're reading and what you're consuming and and I think my issue with freedom of speech comes into play because there's such a gray area like on one hand I think everybody should be able to voice their opinions and not be subjected to harm or have their words suppressed but then at the same time I think allowing false and harmful ideologies be spread under the protection of freedom of speech to be extremely worrying yeah and they often play off of like shock factor as well it's like just the principle of going against the mainstream media for the sake of it and then using that as a way to like build their brand and their business 
And this is, you know, coming back to Pete Evans, he's someone that literally says as you go on the website that he's all for freedom of speech, but he deletes all of the negative comments off of his Instagram feed. If you look through, it's just like, I don't even know, he might even pay people to like comment good stuff because it's just a whole lot of people being like, this is an amazing man, all of that sort of stuff. You are fake news. As much as I don't doubt that this is to do with money and that he likes to make a good buck and he likes the attention that all this coverage, media coverage brings and being so like out of the box, I, again, I think he genuinely believes that he has like discovered in quote marks the truth and that the mainstream media and that institutions and the government and science is wrong and is trying to hide this truth from us and therefore by the media silencing him or telling him that he's wrong and every time an expert or a doctor shuts down his opinion and debunks it for him this is only more proof that what he is saying is true and that the mainstream media is trying to silence him and stop the truth from getting out. And yes, like platforms like Twitter have taken action to fact check certain tweets and, you know, flag things when they when they think that what is being said is false. However, I think anyone who buys into these ideas are probably going to look at the, look at these warnings and automatically dismiss them. Yeah, they it reinforces everything they're saying. Yeah, yeah, and they use it as like collateral backing their, you know, basically their bullshit. But then I'm even more conflicted because like once you start restricting any freedom of speech, like where do you draw the line? And who draws that line? Yeah, like what is the solution in this context because it's almost like a lose-lose situation when it comes to the media calling out these people I know and that's what makes it so hard because I feel like we're going around in circles wiener 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 I would love to hear everyone's opinions on this and I know Liv you would too on what you guys think about freedom of speech and if you think maybe the laws are outdated or if you think that our whole discussion has been entirely wrong. I mean, we could have really got it wrong. So please come and let us know what you think. For sure. Yeah, it would be super interesting. So if you guys have any thoughts or opinions, please do get in contact with us. We'd love to hear about what you what you think come and find us at she should care about on instagram and the shit show with a whole bunch of underscores and also our website at she should care about.com we've also got our facebook page which is the she should care about squad and then we are also on facebook just as she should care about as well so you can come and see us there so thank you Liv, for hanging out with me today and discussing this topic and thank you to our sponsors Moddy Body. Love you guys. Beautiful as always Rose. Thanks for letting me be a part of this conversation. Thanks guys. See you later.